Welcome to the Lincoln Ranch Fantasy Football Podcast. It is episode 11 of our 2021 season. Jens, here is your week 13 recap. opening theme song because i am feeling in a festive mood right now because the holidays are quickly approaching that was rudolph's song by hasten nothing else i said festive time of year and i'm in a festive mood i thought this song was exceptionally appropriate for this week's podcast now it has been a few weeks since we've done a podcast uh, things got busy around here uh, it happens uh, but now as we move into the holiday season, things are starting to slow down and we will be doing podcasts every week, especially since we are going right into the end of the regular season and the playoffs, and the championships are right around the corner. We're going to make sure that we do this the rest of the weeks here on out because, oh boy, there's really, really good things afoot heading into the regular season and I cannot wait to see what the playoffs are like. So with that, we're going to go a bit off script uh, because there's so much to talk about. We don't want this to be a huge, lengthy podcast. So here are a couple things that happened while we were away the last few weeks. From a top weekly point getter perspective, a couple new folks made it to the top. Tim made it to the top of the weekly point getter board. And Gordon, my man, Gordon, made it to the top of the weekly point getter board as well. That means six out of eight owners have made it to the top of the weekly point getter board this season and there are plenty of weeks to go that just leaves dougie fresh and my man shane who shane does not need to win anything else the man has won enough in this league over the years so i'm perfectly fine with him not getting to the top of the weekly point getter board but gents there are still a few weeks left for you all to get there it would be super cool if all eight owners of the league this season got at least one week's worth of weekly cash and it's very doable provided uh, that your all's teams perform in the championship rounds and the playoffs and all that which remains to be seen but i think there's opportunities for you both to get there uh, and i'm looking forward to seeing if that actually happens what else oh god waiver wire shenanigans still still taking place you don't have to look far uh, for who's been up to shenanigans lately on the waiver wire I stumbled across this because I needed a defense for week 14. I'm not going to roll Buffalo against Tampa Bay. That would just be silly and, quite frankly, stupid. Uh, Philly was the other defense I had stashed on the bench. They're in a bye, obviously, not starting them this week. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, might as well just pick up a defense. There's got to be a decent one with a decent matchup, someone that will get me at least not negative points. I go to peruse the defensive waiver wire, and there's no defenses. The ones that are left stink. And I'm like, where are all the freaking defenses? This is something that's not right. And I start combing through everyone's roster. And then I get to Sean's roster. And what do I find? That the dude has been quietly stockpiling defenses over the last several weeks. And the man is rolling four defenses deep. And they are good. Green Bay, Arizona, San Fran, and New Orleans. And they all have good matchups. Not good. That's like great matchups, but they all have good matchups coming up. 
and he's been quietly stockpiling them. No, just a hose. The rest of us in our division, maybe everyone else in the league, but I know he was doing it on purpose just to do it in the division. And uh, it hurt me this week because I forget who I picked. Oh, Carolina. I had to pick up Carolina this week, which I'm not super thrilled about because Carolina is Carolina right now. But it's the best I could do. So, Sean, thanks, man. Uh, you stuck me with Carolina this week. And uh, I'm pretty upset about that. <laughs> and the last... Oh, this makes me feel so good. The last observation of what's been happening the last few weeks. The last few weeks, Gabor has mounted a full-on assault on this league. Uh, not just, just it's a full-on assault. The man now leads his division. Now leads the division over Steve, who had had been the operative for a complete juggernaut of a team earlier this year. It's not the case anymore. Gabor's team just assaulting everybody. Gabor's at the top of his division now because of last week. The man is now four times at the top of the weekly point getter board, more than anyone so far this season. And when you look at Sage Yahoo Autodraft's team of Gabor, if you put Chubb and Taylor on the same team playing in the same week, that's probably the best one-two RB duo of the season. And those two gents alone have been allowing Gabor to just assault everyone. Taylor's not going to play this week, so uh, Tim gets a bit of a prize uh, from the Taylor assault. Uh, but Gabor's team is still good. He's got Lamar Jackson on quarterback for crying out loud. But yes, do not look now. But Gabor is getting hot when it matters, and he is just mowing his way through this entire league heading into the playoffs. So there's just a couple of the handful of observations uh, that uh, have happened over the last couple of weeks. There's, there's some more, but... I think those are the good ones. Uh, so let's just move quickly through the top league, top weekly point getters uh, and the money winner totals because there's a lot more to talk about as it relates to week 14, which is last week, the regular season, and the potential playoff implications of this week. Here are the top weekly point getters from week 13. We're going to go in reverse as we always do. And in third, Tim. With a hundred key ten by voice, Tim, hundred twenty nine point four five, and what I'm gonna say is the best win of the season. He beats Sean. He beats Sean by point zero five points, thanks to Diggs. It didn't look like he was Diggs was gonna catch it. It looked like Sean was gonna win. He was gonna squeak by, and then nope, he catches like two passes in the fourth quarter or something crazy like that. <laughs> Tim wins by point oh five points. Great job, Tim. That was fantastic. I needed Sean to take the loss and he delivered. Thank you. And then in second place, that would be me, 132.55 and a win over Doug. And then in first, we just talked about him and he's going to continue assaulting like everybody. Gabor, fourth trip to the top of the mountain, 145.6 and a, just a good beatdown of Shane. My man, Gabor, congratulations. That team is rolling and it is getting hot right into the playoffs which is absolutely what you want and i think you might be sniffing the first championship season. and while we're talking about gabor let's just keep that train rolling here's the weekly money winner totals for the season and not a surprise since he's made it to the top four times he's also leading the money 
that would be Gabor with 60 bucks. In second place, that would be myself. Three wins the first three weeks. I haven't haven't visited the top of the weekly point getter mountain since then. Uh, $51 for myself. Uh, Sean and Steve, two wins apiece, 34 bucks. And Tim and Gordon got one win apiece, $17. Congratulations, Jen. So far on the money, there are several weeks left to play, including chance for anyone to earn weekly money throughout the playoffs regardless if you're in the playoffs or not you still have a chance to win another 17 bucks per week all throughout the playoffs so now now we get to the fun part uh week 14 looking forward to what the playoffs are going to look like and boy are there so many things to talk about we're gonna have to narrow it down because we can't talk about all of it but let's just start first with kind of playoff implications and who is in and who is not and who is still undecided and it's gonna come down to week 14 so uh, we've started to know who are definitely in the playoffs starting last week uh, we have it wrapped up in my division which is the not sure division uh, we know for a fact that myself, Sean, and Tim are all going to be in the playoffs from our division. Uh, Doug, in his inaugural season, couldn't get it done, albeit he did face a stiff division this year um, because the three of us, we came to play uh, this year. So Doug's got a little bit of a taste, and I think he knows what he needs to do to uh, to really take it to this division next season. And uh, he's potentially looking at the first or second pick in the draft. So it could be interesting for Doug. Uh, next year but there's still money to be won and doug can still win some money obviously uh, for the weekly point getters uh, but we know who's coming in our division now if you turn your attention to the undecided division things are still very much up for grabs in that division now we know that gabor and steve are in the playoffs they're both eight and five uh, number one number two in the division uh they're in for sure where it becomes interesting is third and fourth place shane and gordon it is not decided shane's six and seven with a four and five record in the division. Gordon, five and eight, also with a four and five record in the division. And it really is gonna come down to who wins this week. And it's really Shane takes the win, Shane gets in, Shane loses, he opens the door for Gordon. So this is all about Shane this week. He has gotta get the W. He does not have an easy week. He has got Sean this week and his four defenses. Kind of like a roulette in terms of which one he feels like he wants to start this week but shane's gonna have to get it done against a strong sean team gordon drew doug so there's a very good chance that gordon can get it done and with both of them sitting at four and five from the division if they're both tied from a division record perspective um, then it's going to come down to points in which case gordon's just going to have to completely blow it out and Shane's going to have to lay, lay a stinker for Gordon to overtake him. So the door's open. Uh, so anyway, Shane, all on you. Got to get that W, man, to ensure you're in the playoffs. I don't think you want to open the door for Gordon. He's He's been kind of hot on the back half since that big trade with Sean. And uh, I don't think you want to give him a shot. Don't even give him a chance. Just got to beat Sean. So that's one of the interesting themes going into Week 14 is that it is not wrapped up by any stretch of means who's in the playoffs, and it's all sitting on Shane, our man's shoulders. He's got to get the W to get in. He doesn't. He leaves the door open. So that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, the other thing 
it's going to be interesting, uh, is, is that none of the divisions are decided in terms of who's going to win the division crown. That is still very much up for grabs. Now, we're just talking about the undecided division where Gabor and Steve are both eight and five. And for division records, both of them are five and four. So the tiebreaker right now goes to points four. And that's where Gabor has got the edge over Steve. I think it's like 50, yeah, it's like 50 points or so is what Gabor's got over Steve. So it sets interesting theme for this week's games uh, where Gabor's got to win. So if Gabor wins, and he's playing Tim, and Tim got off to a really strong start on Thursday, but if Gabor wins, Gabor's got the division. He's going to get the division, he's going to get the first week by, he's going to get the money that you get for winning the division. If he takes a loss to Tim and falls to eight and six, uh, then the door is open for Steve. If Steve gets the W over me, Steve's in. Steve gets first place in the division. Steve gets the buy. Steve gets the cash. But that's super interesting. If they both win, if Gabor wins, he's basically got to do that to get the division crown. And Steve also wins, then nothing changes. They're going to finish just like they are right now, where Gabor is going to get first place in the division. Steve's going to get second. So much like Shane has got to win to ensure he gets into the playoffs and not leave the door open, Gabor has got to get a win over Tim to ensure that he gets the division crown, gets the division money, gets the buy, the first round of the playoffs that come with being division champion. Now, you turn our attention to the other division. That would be our division, not short division. I am currently leading that division at 8-5, with a six and three record in the division. Where it becomes interesting is second and third place. Uh, both Sean and Tim are sitting at seven and six. Both of them are sitting at five and four in the division. So it's gone to points four as the tiebreaker. And there, Sean has got the lead over Tim. And also it looks to be about 50, 60 points, something like that. So it, it's a decent size lead for Sean that I, I don't think Tim would be able to make up that stagger, even if Sean, Sean had, would have to have a complete meltdown and Tim would just have to just rage uh, this week in order to cover the gap. But let's just say hypothetically that I lose to Steve and I fall to eight and six. Uh, then what happens if Sean wins? and he beats Shane, knocks Shane potentially out of the playoffs. We'll see. He gets to eight and six. If Tim gets it done against Gabor, now he's eight and six. So all three of us will be eight and six. However, because division records matter this year, and I'm six and three, I am guaranteed the division crown. Uh, so then it just becomes second and third place. And basically, who's going to potentially fight to not play Gabor potentially? In the first week of the championships, that's assuming that Gabor takes the loss, that is, and Steve gets the win. So there it becomes interesting. Uh, I still think that it's going to be Sean if they both get the win, because I don't think Tim's going to make up the point stagger. Uh, so I feel more confident in the finish of the not short division, uh, because even if I take the loss, Sean gets the win. I've still got the better division record, and I'm still going to win. So I feel like this one's a done deal. Uh, and it's pretty much wrapped up. But where it's interesting is second and third place and the potential implications of that. If Gabor doesn't get the division crown on the undecided, then whoever's in third place in our division is going to get the Gabor-Juggernaut combo of Taylor and Chubb in the first week of the playoffs. And I 
don't think that is the team that you want to be playing in the first round of the playoffs. So I think this is really important for Sean and Tim uh, that they both have really got to try and get the W's um, and someone has got to get to the second place just to ensure that there's a chance that you do not play Gabor in the first round of the playoffs. And boy, there are so many other things to talk about in this podcast. It would be so much longer if we did. So those are some of just the super interesting things that I think are afoot going into week 14, which is the final week of the regular season. If I had to turn my attention to the two games that I think have the biggest implications for a lot of the things that we were just talking about, it's definitely going to be first the Sean and Shane game. Because Shane has got to get the W to make sure the door does not get open for Gordon. And it's not going to be a cakewalk. Sean's going to put up a really good fight. Zayjahu is projecting. It's basically within the margin of error. I think it's like a two-point lead for Shane right now. So it's a, it's a toss-up. It's anyone's game. Uh, Sean really needs the win to make sure that he can stay in second place in our division and potentially avoid a Gabor seed in the first round of the playoffs, depending on Gabor's game. So it's really important for both these guys to win. And it's going to be interesting to see who actually gets it done. So I think that's one of the two games that you can certainly turn your attention to. I think the other one has got to be the Tim and Gabor game. Gabor has got to get the W to guarantee the division crown, the money in the first week by. If he doesn't, then the doors open for Steve. Because if Steve beats me, then Steve's going to get it. And so the only way Gabor can ensure 100% he's going to get the division crown he's just got to get the win over tim and tim got off to a great start with cook cook just had himself a night on thursday so it's not an easy task and gabor has no taylor because taylor's on a bye this week so he's got his work cut out for him it's definitely doable he's got lamar jackson for crying out loud the guy can put up 40 or 50 points if he really wants to and he has a week so not done by any stretch but uh he's got to get a win at the same time Tim has got to get the win too because Tim wants a shot at second place in our division again to avoid potentially playing Gabor in the first week of the championship round depending on the outcome of Steve's game with him as well so uh, Tim's got to get the win to at least give him himself a shot hopes that Sean takes the loss by Shane which then Shane gets into the playoffs that would be super interesting Sean takes the loss Tim gets the win over Gabor knocks Gabor down potentially that's crazy in of itself. Tim then moves in the second place division, then potentially avoids playing Gabor in the first week. Holy smokes. I could keep going on. There's so many different permeations and things could happen. But these are the two games that I think prove to be the most interesting of the week, have the most interesting implications. And these are the ones that I'm watching. There you have it, gents. So many good things to look forward to this week. Enjoy it. And I'm um, watching the Shane game. Shane, I hope you get it done, buddy. And I'm watching the Gabor and Tim game to see if Gabor can get his first division title. Super interesting. Good luck. Enjoy the week.